Hi, and welcome to a Black Voice podcast. I'm Francesca, and in this space, I will be discussing a range of topics to do with emotional well-being, self-empowerment, self-care, and mental health, as well as delving into societal issues on race, sexuality, gender identity, and more. I'm happy to talk more about what I share in each episode with you. If you ever want to reach out to me through my IG page, that's Instagram page, at a black voice. So that's spelled A-B-L-A, full stop, C-K, voice. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy. Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Black Voice. This is Francesca, and today I'm going to talk about male entitlement. And this one, I'm already like excited and passionate and all the feelings um, about this episode because I just have different examples that I want to present (laughs) about how I feel about male entitlement. So I realized just now as well, it's male entitlement, but it's also the right and the, or the belief that you have a right to take up space, regardless of who else is in the room. It's just that entitlement that I've been able to see recently. Like, I mean, I've always known about patriarchy and everything, but there's just certain events, I guess, I could say events, experiences that have really highlighted how intense male entitlement is um so yeah so to really get into what I'm talking about I'll start with the examples um yeah so I've noticed so in terms of catcalling catcalling happens all the time um and by catcalling I mean um I'll give I'll specifically refer to men it's in a heteronormative sense, men calling out to women in the street. Like, hey, I want to talk to you. Hey, hey, I'm over here. I'm really demanding attention. So that happens anyway, which is not a good thing, but that happens. Um, but I was just thinking more specifically about a recent experience where that happened to me, where I was just minding my own business and walking to the shops Um and a man calling after me saying, hey, hey. And basically it's just an attempt to try to flirt and get your attention and get your number and all this uh, all this stuff. Um, so I'm making my way into the shop and my first reaction of ignoring this person, trying to grab my attention, being ignored as a whole should be enough of an indicator that I'm not interested. But he persists to follow me into the shop. Then it gets to the point of tapping me on the shoulder to again want my attention, get my attention. The point where someone feels entitled to touch any part of your body is a disregard of your entire being. It's a disregard for, even if it's just a tap, I'm talking about a tap specifically in this example, but no one should feel entitled to reach out and tap you or touch your body in any place just in order to grab your attention, especially in this, when it comes to grabbing your attention so that they can then flirt with you and try to get your number. Luckily enough, I was feeling confident and 
angry enough to turn around and tell him I'm not interested. And luckily enough, he was able to listen and walk away. There are so many different circumstances where that has not happened, where a woman, where I myself or a friend or other people I've talked to have told a guy to, that they're not interested and the guy continues to annoy them and beg, basically, it's basically begging for attention. And that's happened different times. Another time where it's, it's really creepy when people, a guy would follow me f- like for a whole road and I've already made it clear that I'm not interested. This is the entitlement that I'm talking about. The entitlement that certain men have. That, no, I want your attention. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get your attention. I am entitled to your attention. And I'm going to follow you as long as I want to in order to get your attention. And keep your attention and get your number. Because I'm also entitled to your personal time. And you're obliged to call me or respond to my messages and you're obliged to make time for me. This is the entitlement I'm talking about. The entitlement that some men have that makes them think that as a man, as the quote unquote stronger gender, that they are entitled to... Actually, I should say the stronger um, sex because biologically speaking, oh, I don't know. We'll get back into like sex and gender, but because gender is an expression, but sex is biological. So if people are saying that males are stronger, anyway, just the idea that they feel stronger and more deserving of respect and deserving of everyone's time then that means that they have the right to go and make someone else uncomfortable. It's just something that I've always experienced. It's not a new thing that's come up. It's just, I'm really becoming aware of how some men have developed this confidence, this entitlement. And I know that society programs everyone in different ways. So there's this idea that everyone is fed, that women or people who identify as female have to be quiet and submissive and follow the rules and be quote-unquote good girls and whatever that encapsulates and males to be a man is to be tough and strong and powerful and that means ignoring when a woman says no or ignoring when a woman is not interested and still chasing after them. I'm talking very heteronormatively right now um just to make the point of the massive disparity in how men and women are treated in this society and how women are in a way trained to not take up as much space as if we're not deserving of taking up space and men are more deserving of taking up space and that's in the sense of following and making their presence known even though you're not interested and also physical space, the amount of times that I also tend to see on the train, men, as they call it, man-spreading, and taking up a lot more space physically on the train by spreading their legs wide open, and women don't ever do that, I've never seen a woman do that, because women are more trained to take up as little space as possible, and it's only really just registered for me that it is about taking up space, how the different sexes are trained that you're allowed to take up space, you're not, And 
how this puts so many lives at risk and there's been so much um, talk in the news lately about the many different cases of women being attacked because of this male entitlement. This has been going on for centuries, but it's been media a lot more as it deserves to be. And there's so much more that needs to be said. And it's just been playing in my mind how male entitlement is fed in every little way. So another example I had noticed by someone I have now muted on my Instagram is someone who had thought that they had the right to make fun of a woman's body, specifically their private area. And I'm saying private area. Well, yeah, I can just say vulva because I, I'm comfortable in talking about women's body parts or the biology of the female body. Um, but thinking about the way in which this person felt entitled to comment and ridicule, the way in which this person, the woman is physically designed biologically and then to make out as if it's their either their fault for not be appealing to the male gaze and not being quote-unquote attractive enough I just thought that was ridiculous again that just feeds into the idea that the man has to be the one that to, to make the final judgment on whether a woman is attractive or not or acceptable enough enough in society I actually remember um like a couple of years ago on the many different dating apps I've tried, a man saying to me on the dating app, oh, when talking about my bum and saying, I'll be the judge of whether you have a, have a nice enough bum or a big enough bum. So in that situation, you're clearly telling me that you are the one who, as a man, has a final say as to whether or not I fit the idea of what is beautiful enough or good enough and based on my one specific body part. And again, it just, it's its definitely that specific example has a lot to do with misogynoir, which is the sexism that black women specifically experience. Um, so culture always has a part of every conversation I have on this podcast, of course, and every conversation I have in my entire life. But um, yeah, the way in which women are treated depending on their race and their, their class and all the different intersections has a huge impact on how we are affected by male entitlement. Um, so of course, when I said that there's this idea of you as this sex can take up space and you as that sex cannot, it, it gets even slimmer when you're talking about women of colour. Women of colour are not allowed to take up even less space when we're supposed to take up even less space. And so when thinking about it in terms of men of colour, the male entitlement will vary as well. I think across the board, people who identify as male and present in a masculine way, um, and I guess as some would say pass as male as well, are more likely to have more privileges that than someone who presents as femme and feminine and identifies as female. And of course it's different. People who experience transphobia and and different types of phobias and discriminations because of their identity has a huge impact on how society is allowing them to take up male entitlement but I think as a whole the idea of masculinity and the idea as to what it encapsulates and means and 
the amount of power that comes with it means that even if you are, for example, a man of color, you still have a higher amount of power than a woman of color. And it's different if you're saying a, a black man compared to a white woman, there's still a power imbalance there where the white woman is still going to have more power and a lot more sense and different circumstances. But there's still something about male entitlement as a whole that always seems to have an, this imbalance of the male always being the stronger gender, the stronger sex. And I'm just, I think I'm like getting into all the different intersections there, but I just think it says a lot by the way in which men are allowed to treat women in society. In the example that I gave in the beginning about me just walking on the street, but also different different levels of confidence they have in entering rooms. Another example I was thinking about um, in the work that I do on two different occasions, I've heard, I've seen a random man enter the building that I work at and confidently walk all the way up to me to ask a question and I've seen a difference in that and, and this is like the way the place that I work is not a, it's not hasn't really got a reception it hasn't really got um someone at the desk to greet you or anything it's just a building that is meant to be easy access for certain people because it's more of a mental health service um but I've seen many men who are um or I'm presuming that they identify as men actually based on their physical features um, who will confidently walk into the building and it's an unknown building and they're curious and they don't know where they are or they're just asking for information. The difference in the confidence that they have entering that building compared to how women have entered the building with more hesitancy and moreover, oh, am I in the right place? Should I ask for help should I be entering this there's just a whole different demeanor in how confidently a man walks into a room in this situation that I'm talking about and in compared comparison to how women enter the room in an unfamiliar building so to give a more clear example the confidence that a man would have going for a walk in the forest and the confidence that a woman would have going for a walk in the forest at night time so both situations there's a lot more that a woman has to think about when walking at night time it's so common for women have to have to make sure that they're texting their friend, I'm going to be home at this time, this is where I am located. And there's a confidence that a lot of men feel walking at home or traveling at home because they're not as, they're not experiencing the same risks as women have when being alone at night. So I think that's where my point is trying to get to, that there's a lot more sense of safety that a lot of men experience because they're not having to endure the risks and the stereotypes or the the dangers that women are having to face. And that brings a lot more confidence to them because they're just not having to experience a lot of the fear that women are experiencing on day-to-day life because of the way in which society is set up, because of patriarchy. And it's just a huge revelation to me that it's all about the freedom to take up space. I feel like men have more of a sense of confidence in themselves to confidently take up space in a dark forest because they know that they're more likely to come out alive on the other end than a woman is because there's less risk of course anyone can get attacked in the forest but there's less risk of certain crimes being committed to them that will risk ending their life so I just think there's a huge difference in male entitlement when we're thinking about taking up space 
different types of men will experience male attachment in different ways depending on their culture, their gender identity, what they were born, when how they were born, like if they were assigned female at birth and then um, transitioned into male later on, they will experience male attachment very differently from a cisgender person. So I think it's different in all the intersections, but as a whole, there's a lot of entitlement that men have to feel like, oh, I can post a picture making fun of a woman's body because I'm a man and I'm the one who who is entitled to make a judgment. Of course, this is all depending on personality. I know that not all men are um, as judgmental as other men. I know that it's different depending on how you were raised and how you feel confident in speaking politely to a woman or not politely. So all of those things come into it. But as a whole, there's a huge discrepancy in terms of the power that men have compared to women. And I just think that's important to discuss and think about and reflect on and just think about how confidently you feel in taking up space because of your identity, your biological sex. And then also the intersections of that in terms of race and everything. But it's just something that's been playing in my mind a lot recently because of just the day-to-day interactions I've personally experienced and just realizing it's all about the right you feel to take up the right that you feel that you have to take up space. And then of course that ties with how safe you feel in the world as well. So it was just something I just wanted to rant about male entitlement, how it affects how you perceive yourself, how safe you feel, how confident you feel. And it's just something that I wanted to to rant about, to reflect on, and just to comment on. And it's just important to consider and how it may be showing up in your life without you realizing maybe it's a little small things that I've noticed like how confident someone can walk into a room um but it's just interesting to be aware of and to be aware of why certain people feel confident in making comments about certain people's bodies because of their gender um and why certain people feel confident in following a woman down the street or It's just something that I like to think about and to reflect on why the way things are in society. And by thinking about it, then that's going to help me to think about, okay, if that happened, then that could change. I think it's just nice to think about, to reflect on why society is the way it is and think about why and why it is, but ways in which it can change. And I'm also very interested in how it is in different parts of the world, because I know I'm speaking from a Western perspective living in the UK, but I know it's different in different parts of the world. And that's for me to do my own research. But anyway, it was a nice time to rant about what I have been noticing. And I hope that was interesting for you and maybe sparked your own opinions, which I'm always open to hearing through my Instagram. Um, Yeah, just reflect on how you've seen male entitlement show up in your life or your everyday today settings work settings educational settings wherever it is and just think about just notice it and think about it because it's something that's important to think about and how it impacts you or doesn't impact you so thank you for listening I hope that was interesting for you and I'll be back with another episode very very soon bye